0: How's it going, people? Dan, the Nutrition Ninja here, back with another podcast for you. I got an email last week um, from someone who had started her weight loss journey right around the new year, um, which was fantastic. She was one of those ones that made a resolution, and she's one of the very, very few that has stuck with it. Um, To date, she told me she's lost about 40 pounds, somewhere around 20 inches, um, three or four dress sizes. Fantastic, fantastic work. Uh, I give her a lot of credit for that. Most people that make New Year's resolutions have bailed on them before the end of January. Um, In fact, the numbers, if you look at it, less than 8% of people that actually start them uh, achieve any kind of success with it, especially long term. So let's give her credit where credit's due but what's happened is uh, in her email to me um, she wanted my help because she has hit the dreaded plateau Um, she said she hasn't really lost any weight in about a month and a half Um, as I'm recording this it's early July she said last time she really saw any weight loss was before Memorial Day so maybe a little bit more than a month and a half since she's really lost even a few pounds, she said. It, it, the scale hasn't moved at all. And there's a lot of reasons that could be happening. Um, and I was talking with her a little bit about it and said, you know, are you seeing any other changes? Like, are your clothes getting any looser? Or, you know, does your fitness level come up and so on and so forth? And she said, well, no, not really. I kind of feel like I am, like I did back uh, right around Memorial Day. Um, I really haven't noticed any changes. So, you know, in talking with her, it's not an uncommon problem. In fact, I don't know of a single person that's ever been on a weight loss journey that hasn't at some point, and in my case, on my weight loss journey, multiple, multiple points that I had this happen, hit the plateau. Um, In my case, it was kind of funny how it worked for me in... I lost about 120 pounds, it took me about 15 months. And most people think, um, you know, that it's a steady downward motion, and for me it wasn't. It Mine almost looked, if you actually graphed it, it almost looked like a uh, set of stairs. So the first couple of weeks, and one of the things I did on my weight loss journey was I, I vowed to only weigh myself every other Friday, so I did that. Um, and the first couple of weeks I lost like 15, 20 pounds, uh, most of which was water weight, to be honest. Um, and then I didn't lose anything for about a month, month and a half, much like, like this woman did. And then I suddenly lost about another 15 pounds. And that pattern generally repeated itself over and over for me through the 15 months. It's just the way my body lost weight. And it's frustrating when you get on the scale, you know, after a couple of weeks or after a month and it hasn't moved that's frustrating and that's what happens to people regularly and it's why they give up it's why they don't lose weight in the long run so i get it i I totally get it i understand it i know how hard it is in my particular case it took every ounce of willpower i had to keep going Uh, thank god i have a lot of it and i did and i was able to overcome the way my body lost weight and achieve my success. Um, In this particular woman's case, her name was Erin, by the way, um, she steadily lost weight. She was the opposite. She was kind of what people think is supposed to happen. She said, I lost most weeks around a pound, two pounds, sometimes three. She said she had one that was like five, but it just steadily kept dropping, which was awesome. But then it's like she hit a wall and it hasn't changed since. So, you know, in talking with her, we kind of looked at some things and I thought that would be a good opportunity to share them with you because I know every one of you that is out there that has tried to lose weight or is trying to lose weight now have run into this and it's frustrating it's very frustrating and as I said earlier most people do give up in fact the over overwhelming majority of people more than 90% give up and walk away when it happens and that's the last thing you want to be doing because in most cases what not only we gain back all the weight you lost but you'll gain back more Um, and it's time to take some hard a hard look at what might be going on here and being honest with yourself okay let's face it you've been working hard working out watching what you eat the pounds started to drop and then all of a sudden boom it stopped and you think you keep putting in the same effort and you're not seeing any signs of improvement, and sometimes you are. Um, you've hit that plateau, uh, but you know it's time to say, have I hit a plateau? Plateaus happen, they are a natural thing, and most of the time if you just keep on keeping on, um, after a couple of weeks you'll break through the plateau and you know, continue on your journey. When you start seeing an extended period, in this case about six weeks, in my case is four to six weeks, it's time to do an analysis and see, you know, are is something going on, is something I need to look at. And and that's where I wanted to go with all this today, is to kind of how do I analyze that? What do I look at? What do I what do I focus on? And the first thing I would say is look at what you're eating. Here's the thing, kids. It's human nature to kind of start letting things go after a while. You know, in Erin's case, she was five plus months in. Um, You know, she says she's continuing to eat the same. But when you think about it, you have a little small treat here or there, a little bite of something, Um, you know... You go out to dinner with your your hubby or your wife, and she says, hey, let's split a dessert, that kind of thing. And it's not wrong to have that little something here or there. Uh, But when it starts becoming a habit again, and you start falling into those old eating habits, that can really extend out a plateau. And that's something that if your results have stopped, you really want to take a look at and kind of think it through if you've been food journaling look back see are you starting to fall into your old habits and then be honest with yourself about it hold yourself accountable Uh, don't try and just go out it was just that one time when you know in the back of your head it's been three four five days in a row that you've had dessert or whatever all right Uh, more often than not this is the spot that i see people um, slip up And that's not a bad thing, it's not wrong, doesn't make them bad people, it's just being a human being, okay? Nobody's perfect guys, and you aren't either, and you can't be. So when you do have those slip ups, and it does trigger a plateau, then be honest with yourself, admit that you did it, and then get refocused. Use it as a motivation to get you refocused. Uh, Another thing to look at is your workouts. Or how you're exercising. Let Let's say you have stayed on point with your nutrition. You're eating great, but you're you know you're not seeing any weight loss. It could be the workouts you're doing or lack thereof. Um, you know, as you lose weight, your body is not going to burn as many calories as it would when you were heavier. So one of the ways to combat that is through exercise, but The tendency for most people, and having worked at gyms for decades now, I see it all the time, is we do the same exercise over and over again for the same length of time. give you a perfect example. There was a woman I worked with probably 10 years ago, maybe 12, and her exercise every single day was to get on the treadmill with a newspaper, set it to about 2.5 miles per hour, and for roughly an hour read the newspaper. Never broke a sweat, never got out of breath. That was it. Now, kudos to her for taking that hour each day. It's better than sitting on the couch. But the thing was, um, she was trying to lose weight and she wasn't really pushing her body. So she got stuck in a rut. And she did this for a long, long, long time. And and when I said to her, you've gotta up your intensity. If you can read a newspaper while you're on a treadmill, You are not working hard enough. So you want to, you know, look at things. Are you potentially slacking off a little bit on your reps? Maybe not grabbing as much weight as you used to use. Or you've hit a plateau on your uh, workouts and you need to up the weights. You know, if you've been using 10 pounds, you need to go to 15. If you're using 15, you need to go to 20 and so on and so forth. Um, You know, going back to the intensity, if you're doing some sort of cardio on an elliptical or a treadmill, if you're doing the same workout over and over and over again, that too will cause the same problem. Your body will adapt to it. You won't burn as much. Maybe you skipped going to the gym. Uh, You know, It's summertime as I'm recording this. The gyms are barren. All of them are. Um, It's a great time to go work out because you don't have to wait for any equipment anywhere. Okay, um, but the tendency is, hey, it's a nice evening out. I'm not going to go to the gym. I'll go home and walk. You go home, you make dinner, and that walk never happens. Okay, um, you know, if you're going to make a commitment to yourself to exercise, you got to stick to it. Not skip those sessions. Um, so you know, take a hard look at your effort and, and the amount of uh, exercise you're doing, and be honest with yourself. If you if you're in a plateau, you want to up it a little bit. Does that mean you need to go from you know one to ten? No, one to two or three or four or five will do it. Okay, um, gradually increasing the tendency intensity will help you get better results. Another area, and this was one that we kind of zeroed in on, Aaron and I was sleep. Now. I think the overwhelming majority of people I talk to have no idea the effect the uh, lack of sleep has on us as humans and our body in general. and It's a really tough one for many people to wrap their head around, but the bottom line is you have to get enough sleep in order to lose fat and build muscle. Um, Contrary to what most people believe, your body only adds muscle and rebuilds itself when you're asleep. Okay, sitting around on the couch eating bonbons, your body's not going to build anything. Okay, muscle-wise, anyway. Um, your body really to be healthy needs somewhere around seven and a half or more hours of sleep per day. You know, when I look at studies that I've read recently, uh, that seven and a half seems to be a magic number where if people who are less than that on a regular basis are more prone to all sorts of diseases, heart disease, strokes. Um, They're far more prone to be obese. There's a huge list on it. I'm actually gonna do a podcast on sleep in particular because it's so important down the road. But in general you need to be getting at least seven and a half hours. Eight hours is better. Um, This way it gives your body time to recover from your workouts to use the fuel through your good eating that you've given it to rebuild itself. Um, It helps balance your hormone levels. It helps keep you more focused, more awake. You'll be more productive at work or school. Um, I could spend an hour on it right now and down the road I will because it is that important. But for the purposes of our discussion here, when talking with Erin, she was only getting she kind of figured it out somewhere around six hours of sleep now that meant she in her case was going to bed at midnight and getting up at 6 a.m. and I said well that's going to bed and getting up where you actually sleep those six hours and she goes no it kind of takes me a while to fall asleep so she might have been getting somewhere around five who knows and that was something that she was really struggling with and continues to struggle with and I've kind of worked with her on that To kind of put a plan in place that will, over time, get her to bed earlier, get her the sleep she needs. And it's not easy. Um, You know, we, we have that habit. In her case, she watches TV, she stays up late, and she's trained herself mentally that she can't get to sleep before midnight. So she stays up. And we are gradually working on that, um, even to, for her to get to go to bed at 1130 was almost impossible. So right now she's uh, trying to go 15 minutes earlier um, and, and building on that. If that's how she's got to do it, if that's what works, great. Um, but those are the three big ones right there. So you're eating right, workouts, sleep. You want to look at all them. But there, you know, there's some other things that you can do Let's assume you're doing all those three right. Well, are you is, again, the question. And really, you've got to start tracking your efforts, tracking what you're eating, and so on and so forth. We're talking about journaling here. And you want to get really, really nitpicky about it, okay? So let's just say you're doing your journal, and it does look like you're eating right. Maybe you're not, okay? most common thing that I see people doing is underestimating how much they're eating. So one of the tricks I do is I will, excuse me, go into a client's house and have them make their dinner plate. Then I will say to them, how much is on here? How much would you record in whatever your journal you're using? And they'll tell me. And a lot of times it's a serving or a cup or whatever. And I'll use one woman's example where she recorded it as a cup of uh, roasted red potatoes, which are fantastic. All right. Problem was we took it off the plate and put it on a food scale I had brought and it was almost 16 ounces. So she was recording it as a cup, which really when you weigh it was probably should have been four to six ounces, what she was recording as a cup was three times as much, two or three times as much. All right. And that's just one example. So you really want to get picky with it. Use a food scale, measure the food you're eating. Okay. Um, You know, if you're doing liquids, you want to pour it into a measuring cup and see how much is actually in there because you could be eating hundreds of calories more than you think you are or thought you were and when you adjust it, that's when things can start getting better and you can bust through a plateau. And then the other thing you want to do is like in your efforts, same thing with the gym, by the way. okay um I, got, I went back to when I was talking about the workouts push it a little bit track your workouts if you've done x number of pounds for the last four weeks up it a little bit um if you've you know done three miles per hour on a treadmill for 20 minutes start doing intervals do um, you know three and a half miles per hour or four miles per hour for a minute and then drop back down to three for a minute and alternate through them things like that. But track it and see where you're at. Your goal should be to outdo yourself a little bit every day. It doesn't have to be drastic change. But if you're constantly performing better today than you were in the past, your plateau will get busted. Um, There's a theory behind that. It's called Kaizen, which is make yourself a little bit better each day. I will do a podcast on that down the road also because it's something I live my life by, not just in health and fitness but in running my businesses in um, life in general. Okay. Um, another thing is, really, you want to track your results. And to be fair, Aaron was doing this, but a lot of people don't. Most people track their results one way, and that is to step on the scale, and that's it. They live and die by that number on the scale, and that is the last thing you should be looking at. Um, you know, checking your weight on a scale is not a thorough enough way to see how you're doing and how you're progressing. You want to take measurements. Okay, You want to measure your chest, your arm, your waist, your hips, your thigh, your calf. I even measure my neck. Um, I tend to do only the right side of my body, so I do my right arm, my right thigh, my right calf, just to have consistency. You don't have to measure everything. And you don't have to do it every day. I do my measurements roughly every six weeks. Um, if you have the ability to track your body fat, that's to me is a far better measure of how you're progressing than the scale. Uh, thing to keep in mind with that is body fat numbers will drop much slower than scale numbers. Uh, there's no like specifics I can give you on it, but I, in my opinion, and for most people that I've seen, if they can accomplish a half to one percent loss in body fat a month, they're doing pretty good. I know some people will tell you you can lose more than that, and the truth is you can. But it's such a drastic way of doing it to achieve that. Uh, the average person, it, it just gets frustrating and they and they give up on it. So shoot for a half to 1% a month. If you get more than that, great. Okay. Another good tip is to take a picture of yourself every week. Um, I have done this in the past. And... You know, I we have a full mirror in our bathroom. Uh, before I get in the shower, I take a picture of myself in all my glory. I, I'm not wearing anything. a there, way, there's no hiding it. And um, I like to take the front and side. That's what works for me. Uh, and that way, I can kind of keep an eye on it. Because um, I'm my goal is not to lose weight right now. It's maintenance mode, but. There's, yeah, a picture is worth a thousand words, as the saying goes, there's no hiding that. So when you start tracking your results through things like taking the measurements um, and, and checking your body fat, taking pictures of yourself, you can get a better viewpoint. The reason I like the pictures so much is over a longer period of time, it lets you really see the success you're having because we see ourselves in the mirror every day before we get in the shower. We kind of get used to how we look and we don't see those small changes occurring every day. And over time, we kind of lose track of it all. So that's one way you can go back weeks, months, even years in my case and see what a difference it's been. And this is why all this wraps up into saying, you know, it allows you to be more aware of how your body's changing as a whole and not focus on that number on the scale, which I said many times before and earlier today, it's the last thing you should be using. Um, In my particular case, just to give you an example, I'm not focused on losing weight, but I am going, I have a goal to increase my strength, and my weight hasn't changed a bit, but my body fat has dropped 3%, and I've added 3% of my muscle in about a month, okay? So if I was going by the scale, I wouldn't see any different, yet I'm seeing significant changes in my body, so it kind of gives you an idea for it. uh, those are just some simple things you can do and look at if you're in a plateau and to try and bust through it. Okay, Analyze where you're at. Think about what you're eating. You may need to make changes and the only way you're going to know on that is if you kind of really review what you've been eating and if you've been slipping, stop the slips. Okay, Get back on track. If you have been staying on track, it could be that your metabolism has slowed down because you've lost weight and you need to adjust your eating amounts down a little bit. Maybe eat a few less calories. Um, We can go through a whole program on that down the road. Uh, Again, with the workouts, if you've been doing the same workout over and over and over again, adjust it upward. More intensity, more weights, longer durations, whatever it might be, my advice as a personal trainer would be to mix it up so you don't get bored. Do different things. If the only exercise you've been doing, for example, is you know a treadmill, do some weights. If the only exercise you've been doing is weights, do some cardio. Go out for a walk. Uh, work in some extra exercise here and there. Little things like that. Uh, get to sleep earlier. Kids, there's no way around it. You need your sleep. Seven and a half hours minimum should be your target. If you're getting anything less than that, it's the first thing I'd zero in on even before the eating and the workouts because I've seen it affect people drastically. As I said, track your efforts and track your results. So, just some tips to look at. Hopefully, uh, you're not going to hit too many plateaus. You will hit some. It's inevitable. Accept it. Uh, When you do, stay the course. Don't give up. Don't get frustrated, hard as that may seem. Stay on track with it. You will bust through those plateaus, and you will see success on your fitness journey. Uh, Until next time, Dan the Nutrition Ninja here. If you have any questions, send me an email at dan at thenutritionninja.com. I'd love to get those questions because it makes for a more interesting podcast, to be honest with you. I'd rather answer your questions uh, and give you some advice that you need. Uh, So please send them in to me. Um, If you have any feedback you want to give me, please do. And if you want to work with me, you can do so, much like Aaron did, by reaching me through my website, which is thenutritionninja.com. Until next time, this is Dan signing off. Have a great day.